Hadith Sharif in this last gives one example. If two hungry wolves, one is a wolf by nature, it will attack an animal that it can devour, that can eat up. Even if it is not hungry, it will attack. If it sees some sheep or any animal of that nature that it can eat up, it will attack it. So what can be said about a wolf that is hungry? Bislausam says that if there are two hungry wolves and they are let loose on a flock of sheep, so it is obvious what will be the end result. That they will attack that entire flock, they probably would be in a very short time, not one living, all be killed. So that will be the damage, that will be the harm and the destruction that two hungry wolves will inflict upon a flock of sheep. This is the example Nabi Salaam is giving. And then he says that more damage than that, greater destruction than what two hungry wolves can do to a flock of sheep is the destruction that can be caused to a person's deen and iman. What will cause his destruction? The greed for wealth and the greed for recognition and fame. That these two aspects, if these two things come into a person, the greed of dunya, and the other is the greed of fame and recognition. Then the damage that these two hungry wolves can do to a whole flock of sheep, that is nothing compared to the damage these two things will do to a person's deen and iman. So these are things to be very, very conscious about. That when a person gets caught up in these things, then there is no limit to what a person can try and do to secure these things, but it's only going to be what Allah Ta'ala has decreed will come the person goes to no end to try and increase his grip on dunya and to try and make himself recognized in the world. But that will happen what Allah has decreed. In the meantime, he is destroying his deen, destroying his life. On the one side, this is something that becomes such an obsession that a person, his life is going also, he cannot still get this out of him. Abu Jahl, who was the Fir'aun of this Ummad. And when the time came for him to be now, he can see that he is going to be killed. This is his last moment now. And the sword is just on him. So at that time also, he has been attacked. He is now 100% sure he is going to be now killed. So what does he say to the person who is going to about to chop his head off? He says to him that, look, chop my head off from little lower down. In other words, not from the top of the neck from the bottom of the neck. What was the ob- object of this? When the battle used to be over, then the heads of the people that were killed used to somehow be lined up. So that it's clear who's killed and who's what's going on. So now this was his mind now. At that time the sword is on his head and his mind is running that when all these heads that have been chopped off will be lined up. If mine is cut from lower down, it will stand out. So I'll still be recognized. My head will be more prominent. person's life is going, but his that greed for fame, that greed for recognition, that is still at its peak even at that moment. Whereas once that life is gone, what difference is going to make to him whether he is recognized in this world by anybody or not? And he is recognized for what? For the worst that he died on Kufr. But that too, 
didn't leave him at that time. And on the other side, Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu ta'ala anha, she is in her last moments and people are coming to console her. Somebody comes and they consoles her that you have nothing really to worry about. You are the wife of Rasulullah sallallahu You, with that personality regarding whom the Quran Sharif was revealed, two rukus of the Quran Sharif were revealed. You had this virtue, you had that virtue. And what is her response to all this? That, لَوَدِّتُ anni kuntu nasyam mansiya. I wish I was a forgotten thing. Nobody even knew how, who I was. That I had just fulfilled my responsibilities and duties to Allah Ta'ala. Nobody even knew who I was. Now this is her response and this is this side the response of a person who is possessed of this. And at the last part of a person's life, the reality comes out. Then what is inside comes out. So the thing is that these aspects are to be always something to be very careful about, to keep reflecting, keep checking and keep suppressing these things. And if these things become an issue in a person, to then seek ilaj and seek treatment, how to extract these things from the heart. Otherwise, if a person lets this run, then it takes hold of him. And then when he wants to leave it, he can't leave because it's holding him now. He's no more holding it. He starts off holding it and it grabs him. So these are things to be very, very conscious about and to keep removing these things from the heart.